Chrissy called me up to celebrate, but now is a new beginning. Now I am working on a podcast about a car from the older days, and I know it's gonna be okay. Now we're gonna talk about some new things and figure out what we're doing, cause we know we're gonna be okay. Hey, I'm Miss Chrissy. And I'm Steve. You're listening to Partners in Crime in the 19046, episode 104. That's right. And we have a very special guest today. We do. Steve, are you excited to speak with? I'm I'm excited. Because he's the most least interesting person in Jenkintown. He's the self-described least interesting person in Jenkintown. <laughs> it's not our. It's not ours. It's not what we said. He's, he said the, the messages when we were getting this arranged. That is Mr. Uh, Tony Green. Hello, Tony. Good evening. Good evening. It's, it's great to be here. Yes. So t- <laughs> I think. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, I know. I'll loosen up eventually. Believe me. Yeah. I mean, I know you from, I guess, mostly your drumming. I guess, yeah. Your music. So mostly I, I, known for that. Mostly known for that for uh, what was it? Uh, what was what was that group? Green Green Eggs and Ham or something? <laughs> green it was, Eggs yeah. and Ham. Oh yeah, it was Ham Eggs and Green. That's it. Ham oh, Eggs and Green. Yeah. And, yeah, great. Ham was Alex Bartlett, and I was Green, obviously. And then the band from the festival a few days ago was uh, Alex and the Green Mood. That's what it was, Alex <laughs> and the Green Mood. <laughs> yeah. So we had just had the Arts Fest when we were recording this, so that was last weekend. And uh, I did see you there briefly. I, I could only stay briefly. I only saw heard maybe like one song or or something, but I did get a picture. Yeah, I never made it to the dance stage either. It's uh, my bad. Well, it's it was okay. uh, it was a fun time. It was way better than the the previous versions of the dance stage, so I was happy. It was a it was a lot of pink. Yeah, we had a lot of pink this year. But no, I'm super curious. How did you meet Alex? I met him at a jam session at a club in North Philly called Ortlieb's, which had a long-running Tuesday night session. And I was trying to get back into playing after, uh, well, about 10 years ago, I guess. And uh, I was going there every other Tuesday or so. And uh, we just happened to be called up at the same time. And we were literally sitting right next to me. And we were making the usual small talk. And I he said uh, he lived in Jankatown, and I couldn't believe him because who lives in Jankatown? Who lives in Jankatown? Yeah, I never met anybody that lived in Jankatown. So uh, he had just moved there, and so uh, then we got in touch after that, and here we are. That was a while ago, six seven years ago. Wow. So when uh, so for those listening that aren't from Jankatown, uh, Alex Alex Bartlett is a well known jazz musician, real estate agent, former owner of what some. Some jazz clubs, or at least one yep. jazz club in Philly. Yeah, he's a uh, he's kind of he's Jenkintown famous. Chris what we is, say. Yep. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's a very good. He's a very talented uh, guitarist, jazz guitarist. Very. Yeah. Yes. Very. So, I think I met him around the same. I mean, around time. I met him when I moved here. So I was I was like maybe ten years ago. So maybe I met him eight or nine years ago, or something. Whenever he moved, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a little while ago. Yeah, I, I think it was basically through the rec board. Uh, oh sure. Was, yeah, yeah right. we on the rec board together. Yeah. I met him through kindergarten. Kindergarten? We was... both have children that are the same oh, age. The same age. Oh, wow. I thought yeah. I thought maybe Alex was attending remedial <laughs> kindergarten for some reason. I'm like, no, I don't think so. But then it was weird because Alex and I went. We we aren't the same age, but we went to the same school. And I used to do underage drinking at his jazz club. You know. Wow. 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 Let's just turn this whole episode into talking about Alex Bartlett. <laughs> and, and a confessional. <laughs> and a confession. Yeah. But, I'll go so, last. So you, you, you met Alex, and uh, is that when you, uh, you started playing with him, like at same, right then? Yeah, not. Well, actually, I was more involved with the, with the group of irregular musicians at this McSweeney Club. 
Oh yeah, McSweeney Club's and, another uh, yeah, Jenkintown location, a local legend, and sadly missed. But it's around. Um, oh, the club's close. around, but the but the musicians aren't. Oh, aren't. yes. There, yeah, there's nothing going on there, and that I know of anyway. And it was really um, it was a wonderful scene. And Alex didn't maybe made a couple of those, but it was a different, totally different group. Not a jazz group at all, and I'm more of a jazz drummer. Well, you guys weren't even doing jazz at the Arts Fest. No, we weren't. Which, nope. which is why I want I wanted to make sure I caught at least a little bit of it because it's it's like uh, finding a unicorn or something when when you guys are playing something not jazz, especially <laughs> Alex. Exactly. Yeah. So that was a that was a lot of fun. But so you uh, you're I know you from your music. Right. But uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it. But like, I always want to know, what do you do for your day job? I work for a magazine in their IT department. Oh, um, so I'm a developer and a, and a uh, database administrator. Yawn. Nice. Well, no, I, yawn is just stifling a yawn, right? Yeah. Well, d- database just... administrators, man, they're important. <laughs> right. That's so exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. We can it's talk about SQL job. queries. Yeah. And uh, and sharding. Yeah. God. Wow. Sharding. <laughs> also sounds dirty yes, too. It does. Well, it sounds kind of like a wine you get in France, you know, <laughs> a sharding a You're, well, a chardonnay. Wow. Wow. This is going to be the episode of uh, dad jokes too. <laughs> I see that. And I'm not a dad. But... I was wondering that. So you don't have, you aren't like here in Jenkintown because of your children. Cause that's no, that's a, no, my wife, uh, just, I grew up here in Germantown, near you know in 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 Philadelphia, and I'd been to Jenkintown for shopping with my parents, I guess, back in the day, uh, probably in the '60s, I guess. And uh, my wife was working. We weren't married at the time. She was taking the train from uh, Bucks County down down to her job in Center City, and she just was struck by the train station. She was hit by the train station. He was struck. Yes, from like at yes, the train full station. Frontal, yes, survived. <laughs> yeah, so she met, survived. She went back and did it again. She, so you met your wife via <laughs> septa. Yeah, exactly. That's great. <laughs> so, as she, so she 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 got an apartment here, right over, over um right at the corner of Johnson and, and West, right oh. near the right near the siren, which yep. she's heard many times. Nice. And uh, let's see, uh, there was a place called Friends Cafe where, where West Avenue Grill is now. It used to be called Friends Cafe. It was around that time. Oh. Uh, it was in, like, what year was that? 90, 98, 99. And uh, so I lived in uh, Lower Bucks County and eventually got married in 2002 and moved wow. here in 2003. Nice. I've been here ever since. And uh, Bucks yeah. County is, is Chrissy's favorite county. It is. My, oh, mine too, of course. <laughs> I can't that's afford where it, I grew up. So <laughs> oh, you grew up there. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, I grew up in Richboro. So I went uh-huh. to Council Rock. Oh my goodness. And, yeah. Yep. And hated it. And then she, left. Oh, okay. She tries oh. to avoid Promptly. going to Bucks County. I do at all costs. I'll, I'll be like, wow. Chrissy, let's go to this thing. And she'll be like, Isn't it Bucks County? <laughs> because if I it is. That. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I probably wouldn't have so much disgust for it now that I'm like older and have a different perspective. I was just very like, I just wanted to like adventure and explore. And, you know, I went down to the city and I, I was a dancer and I would drive to Philly at like 16. I went to New York city at, you know, like 17. I was just like not feeling Bucks County. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike Tony and I, who just kind of grew up in the region. I never left my, yeah, my room yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still his childhood room right now. We're yeah, it's actually nothing's camera. changed really. Nothing's changed. <laughs> I go to the Human Robot to hear music, and that's about it. So nice. Yeah, you're like me. I'm I, I go to Chrissy's house uh, when she lets me, uh, and uh, <laughs> I go to Human Robot. I go to and like the farthest I go out of town nowadays is like Broken Goblet. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. I, I got I used to go farther, but then um, I spent two years in my room. Because of the pandemic, essentially, <laughs> like now everybody else, leave, right? Well, yeah. So I can't be more of a hermit, but I think it's common with a lot of uh, programmers. Like we're very, you get so used to it, or maybe it's your personality in general. That oh, you're yes. in IT, and the, just like it, just you, you just tend to be good at uh, being alone <laughs> for long periods of time, yeah, for, or being right. inside, and 
I don't prefer it, but I, but I yeah. certainly used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people prefer it. Yeah. I used but, to. I used to think I was an introvert, but it's that's not true. No. I'm definitely an extrovert, but I'm shy. So. Oh, okay. So okay. I love going where there's so, crowds and there's people. And so you and decided I, to go yeah. into a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will fix your shyness. Though. Yeah. Branching out. <laughs> so, um, uh, so you you say you do mostly jazz. Where did you learn? Are, are you self taught? You did you go to school? Uh, I did, and I started in high school and learned from regular teachers down in Center City, Philly, and uh, and then I stopped. I wanted to be a recording engineer back in those days, but then I went to a Temple Music School just to learn more about recording because I didn't know enough about music. I was really interested in classical music primarily. So uh, I didn't know much about that. And while I was there, I could play drums and, and I got in playing percussion and and uh, I just fell in love playing drums again. So and here I am. So so after that, I got some uh, I guess my first uh, first big gig was at Great Adventure. And one of the uh, they had a various theme park bands like uh, they had a Dixieland oh. band and a German band. And I was in a bunch of those bands. For a couple of years that got me on my feet and out of the house sort of and oh, wow. then I started playing weddings and things like that oh that's fun and I did that until I finally went back to school for real and when I was 35 and went to college nice for real yeah for graduated uh, for English actually at, so uh, naturally right I went now uh at, at Penn Nice. So you went to UPenn for English. UPenn for English, yes. Before, By then I knew that's what I wanted to do. It's not be an English teacher or anything. So I wanted, <laughs> you just wanted to learn I wanted, English? <laughs> I wanted to learn. Well, I kind of came up in, in a kind of uh, prep school sort of education uh-huh. and was interested in, in the classics and Latin and Greek and, you know, English literature. So I wanted to I'd like to continue that. And I knew it would come in handy in IT. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and boy, does it ever. I can write a mean email. I don't know. I studied, uh, I technically studied information systems and, you know, computer science stuff. But then I, I did the minor in philosophy. And I got to tell you, the, oh, well, that's the, it. the philosophy the is way more useful Absolutely. than most of the other stuff. Like, yep. I don't know how many times a day I have to think clearly about things. And exactly. It helps. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. It changed my brain kind of permanently. Yeah. Really. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I find it comes up all, all the time. Helps with communication too. I had to I had to write a lot of papers. Yeah. So that helps too. But so but you, but before this, you did get you did get musical training though. You said a temple. Yeah, a little. Yeah, it's a little bit there. And but then you, you I didn't graduate. Didn't study? No, no. I have a long problem with school. It took me five years to get through high school, and uh, I guess almost twenty years to go through college. So I went to three different, four different colleges. Two years at Temple, a uh, year in University of Rochester. And then when I finally went to Penn, I started at Bucks County for a year. And then I did four years at Penn. So are you from Bucks County? No, I'm not from Germantown. Oh, right. You said that. Yeah. So. But so, you just lived there for fun? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was playing in New York a lot. And it just seemed like I was almost always going to New York to play. So it was uh, a, a convenient spot. Up? Yeah. So, no, I couldn't. I had all my drums and stuff. So I always had uh, at least one passenger and, and equipment. So I always drive. From, from here, from all from here New to New York, yeah. How long is that? And, uh, it's about 85 miles or 90 miles. And how long does that take? Oh, it's about, well, when you, when you hit the tunnel, it could yeah. take two and a half hours. But you could it's, get there in, in, in 90 minutes, no problem. Coming home is a lot quicker. It can, it can take that long to go from like South Philly to <laughs> North Philly. Well, that's true. <laughs> so you you have an eclectic educational background that led you. You're very to, kind <laughs> to a to an English degree from yeah. UPenn, but you're an actually an IT guy, or you know developer yeah. admin. Well, uh, yeah, the story, but yeah, that happened with. I always wanted a computer. This uh, this is in I got my first one in 1988, and. Uh, at that time, there weren't that many around, but I really wanted one. And I just figured, well, if I go to school, I can have an excuse to buy a computer. Yeah, they were really it. expensive at 88. Yeah, too. they were very expensive. So I got a Mac Plus, which is nice. like $2,500 or something astronomical. In 88, which is In 88, like, that was real that money. Yeah. That's a lot. So it's it like was a new car. That's like a car. Yeah. Right. 
could use. I know. More. I've car- I've had cars that cost less than that. So yeah. <laughs> but like in uh, that, that's that's awesome. Oh, man, when did I get my first computer? Probably my dad had some computer he got. Maybe around the same time, late 80s, mid to late 80s. I'm not sure exactly when, but I started messing around with his. I think I had an old, like, compact or something. It was, like, DOS-based stuff when I got mm-hmm. into it. I didn't have a Mac yeah. when I was growing up. Uh, I always wanted a Mac. I and then one of and those then those Commodore things. Oh, right. He did have yeah, one of them. Yeah. I, I do yeah. have a vague memory of I always wanted one of those. Yeah. They yeah, were cool. Yeah. We had one. Those were cool. I think we just mostly played some games on it. We had an Atari. I think we had a Commodore. But the, I remember distinctly, like, playing around with Quick Basic, Q Basic and stuff on a DOS-based machine i think um when was this ladies maybe it was the 90s i think my aunt got a u-pen 386 when they were clearing them out wow i think that's how i remember so and that was like a, a computer I, got, I did a lot of my first program i think on which was a uh, q basic and then i got some copy of quick basic if you know what i'm talking about from uh from somebody because you know we Back before the fell internet, off a truck. <laughs> yeah, it was like fell off a truck, <laughs> and then uh, and you know it, it came with these a uh, few of these games written in Q Basic. You know, I used to I mess around with them. Yeah. Uh, there was like the one with like a monkey and like threw bananas or something. I used to mess with the physics of the bananas and things. Yeah. It was it was fun. I used to make like little screensaver programs and other stuff. So yeah, around about probably around the similar time within a few years of when you got your first computer, and then once you got your computer, is that it for you? You're like I do I like this stuff. I just yeah never stopped never turned it off basically. Nice. I did my schoolwork, but then I there was a thing that came it came with called HyperCard. Which oh my was, god, uh, HyperCard! Yes. Yeah, well, I I was addicted to that because you can program in it, and I I sure did as much as I could. I didn't really know anything. Yeah, HyperCard was cool. Yeah. I I used to have a, a shrink wrapped copy of that sitting wow. like I didn't have it. it was like at, in the office at, at Drexel. Oh. Uh, because they used to have, they had a whole bunch of these. Drexel was a launch uh, university for the Mac. And there's an it old was, documentary. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's a documentary about yeah. it that I saw one. Everybody time. had to buy a Mac that went mm-hmm. there. I think right. Yeah. So there was uh, software was everywhere. So I remember years and years later when I was there as a co-op or something, they had all of these. We they would, we would just find like old copies of stuff. So for a long time, we had a little shrine basically set up in where where I sat, like near <laughs> where I sat. It was just a it's like hypercar was like the center of it. I guess I never got really got to use HyperCard much because I didn't have a Mac of that era. And then it kind of became less and less usable over time. Well, absolutely. You know, yeah. as, a, as things advance. And I just, I, but I do remember the years, uh, maybe even early 2000s when people were calling for a new HyperCard. And people were, were like, yeah. people were like, that's what the web is. And I'm like, it's not the same. It's like, that's what the web plus JavaScript is. And it's like, it's yeah. not the same. I don't miss it. Much. <laughs> yeah. But there were cool stuff people made with it. Yeah, but very good. But uh, but besides your uh, your musical passions, you play a lot of drums. You do a lot of jazz playing around Jenkintown. You do you go. You still play any anywhere else regularly? Or is it just mostly for fun locally? Uh, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty much retired. Yeah, I All only right. work a few, few times. Paid gigs. I only do a few a year. Okay. Um, the last one was just last Saturday. I was at, in a in a tent in the Valley Forge Park. Oh, fun! It was, a, a, it was cool. It's a pretty nice place, right near the the Maurice Stevens House, which is in the middle of the park. Built in uh, it's seventeenth. It's a weird thing because it's it was built in the eighteenth century, but what this what's standing now is actually much newer. It's built in around eighteen forty. They so, just weather it to look like it's old. So no, it doesn't look that old. Either. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I haven't been there since I was a kid. You know, I don't so, like really. I haven't park. either. I, I was I was shocked yeah. that I hadn't. When I thought about it, gosh, how could I have never gone back there? But never did. Well, there's a lot of things you can you you did with your time besides that. Like so, uh, do you have try any, out colleges? Yeah, I guess so. Do you have any like specific mm-hmm. musical influences? Or are you kind of all over the place? Um, yeah, I guess I have some specific uh, drummers I like. Uh, yeah. But uh, but I listen to mostly jazz and and that's no nobody even knows what that is anymore. So <laughs> it's not really. Uh, I could throw out some names, but uh, I don't know whether it would mean anything. But, well, it might uh, mean some something to someone listening. Yeah. Well, the guys I really like on drums are Brian Blade and Bill Stewart. And uh, I think you just lost the last person. Just tuned off. <laughs> tuned They're gone. <laughs> They're, They're gone. gone. All right. Goodbye. Listen. Yeah, that's, that's right. So yeah. It gets geekier from there, but um, well, there's a guys. there's a jazz um, brunch that's been going on at Human Robot. Yeah. You played that, right? 
I never did. No, no, you never did. No, I think you should. You should play it. I go every. Week, I, but Alex, I Alex has played it several times by himself. Yeah, he's played a lot of times. Uh, I think you could, you should, you could get in on that. And then I, it looks like they're also expanding it to Wednesday nights. Yeah, I was there last night. Was it good? It was good. Yeah, sure it was good. A lot more people. Oh, that's, that's cool. good. We, yeah, Sunday's pretty quiet, and last night was was hopping. Very good, because very, there's not a lot of uh, places to go and listen to good jazz. There zero places. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was. That's true. <laughs> so not when, a lot of zero. Yeah. yeah a lot of zero. So uh, it's nice that there was a place. Yeah. That we can go to, and, that, and that they've now expanded it, which I guess is Alex's influence. Back to Alex yeah. Bartlett. This is basically Alex Bartlett. Right. He's you know, talk about him. In absentia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now we're going to have to get him on the podcast. Uh, so, so he, uh, the, yeah, that's his influence, I think, right? Because he's, he, I remember he was telling me that years ago. He wanted like a place for, you know, for jazz. Obviously, at a club, but it's nice right. that we have that here. And uh, I think you should play some some jazz drums there. Okay, do it. Make it happen. I'll, I'll I come. know people who know people, and I'll, I know it'll be fine. My people will call up. their people. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> got to have another cool name for the band though. It involves a pun. On yeah, the word, exactly. Name green. Yeah, Malx is a, is is really good at that. Yeah. Uh, so besides the music, which you're you're doing, I, I know you apparently are a, a big into to the culinary arts. Yeah, I guess that's my main hobby now is cook, cooking or learning to cook, I guess. Because maybe you could help um, because like, we, we don't know how to cook very well. No, Chrissy's we gotten don't. better. I have gotten better. She she has she's good with a crock pot now. So, like that's yeah. that's where I'm up to. Okay. So, like, what, what is? Well, how did you get into the the culinary arts as your as your? Well, hobby? I guess when I moved out of when I first moved out of my parents' house, because uh, I didn't know how to cook anything then, and I have this long pattern of getting obsessively interested in things and. And you're in IT. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So, so strange, such a strange yeah. personality trait. So cooking was the first thing, actually, and then it was automotive repair and. Uh, Photography, um, oh, very cool. Wood, woodworking, you know, things like that, oh, and they I all want to do woodworking. All of these things are common. Are are very common IT programmer people hobbies, yeah. including really? podcasting. By the way, yeah. So it's it's, it's, it's the seven <laughs> warning signals of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Thinking about going into IT. <laughs> I know. Seriously, I know. I know. Uh, developers are like woodworking is a big one. Yeah. Uh, photography comes up a lot. Uh, uh, you know, so. Because all that food comes up precise. a lot. Yeah, I'm really into the process. And uh, do you have like a, a particular uh, cuisine that you're really into? Not really. Like, I mean, like I guess French cuisine. It, I guess you would call it French, but not classic French. Just not classic. Uh, I was modern say, French. A lot of recipes start with Mexican food. We'll say French-ish. Yeah. French-ish cuisine. French-ish. I would say a lot of dishes would start with with uh, with onions and uh, and some carrots and things like that, and then Ooh, throw throw stuff in there, but. Uh, so yeah, the Mexicans. Well, it's hard to. I think you're better off buying. Well, I don't know what to say because there's so much good Mexican food around. I love Mexican. I food. never wanted to make it at home, so I make um, some version of skirt steak tacos that my kids are. Ooh, that sounds great. About but yeah, it works out because I stick in the crock pot because I I work nights, so like anything yeah. that's you know mostly done by the time. I guess yeah, it's perfect. A good thing. So yeah, yeah. We actually uh, got some skirt steak and some flat iron steak. Those are two favorite grilling steaks that are less expensive and delicious, really. And they grill and you know the thing is, of course, you can put it in the crock pot, but they all, they're also quite tender, and you can grill them in about six or seven minutes. So yeah, if I you have, have a this grill. grill but... I can't work. So okay, it's a charcoal grill. <laughs> it's a charcoal grill, oh my and gosh, my. My percentage of, you know, success in actually getting the coals to get hot has been like one out of four. So, yeah. So I was like, oh, I, we, my mom got it for me, which was sweet, but yeah, I can't very. work the damn thing. So, yeah, I don't know why we can't get the, the, the things hot. I don't, think it's that, I don't think it's that easy. No, my neighbor is like a big, you know, like barbecue smoker. Got the yeah. My neighbor you know, has, he has two Weber grills going at the same time. You know. Yeah, and he me. gave me one of those. Uh, God, what are they called? It's like the the tin thing. You oh, the chimney. The chimney. Yes, the thing you he put the gave me in. one yeah. of those. Yeah. Still can't do it. So anyway, can't. It's all right. Gas grill. <laughs> no. I should get a gas grill. That's what I should do. Yeah, you should just get a propane grill. Go yep. for it. What's that? Uh, what's that cartoon all about the propane guy? 
uh, King of the Hill. Remember King of the Hill? He was always talking about how superior propane was to superior. Carbon. He said it was propane. Well, he was a propane oh, salesman. Was... That's what oh, his, his okay. whole the joke well, was. He was always. He was always I don't like, think it's pretty superior, but it was always <laughs> it's uh, easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier. And you can walk out in the middle of the winter and grill something. Yes, I yeah. not that I do that because I can't work my grill, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have a favorite place for food in town? Uh, I I don't like to actually. I'd rather put restate the question. There are, there are no bad places in town. Um, so I really feel like uh, I miss Keep, which is gone, um, and that was one of the favorite places. But uh, I don't think that uh, I don't want to pick anybody really. I do have a a fondness for New Bolts because of their history here, and yeah. I think they do many things very well. But um, I've been everywhere that you could go. Except Tang Da, <laughs> which you guys have talked about. You yeah, haven't uh, been to Tang Da? No, I have not been there. No, I like Tang Da. But we just got uh, uh, my sister-in-law, who lives in, in town on the on the north end of town, uh, brought back food for, I got some pad thai from uh, Bon Bon or Bang. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never been there. Yeah, Bon yeah, Bon it was or very, something. Bon, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. up yeah. in Abington. That's good. Yeah. So they don't seem to care about the borough like I do. So <laughs> they're willing <laughs> well, to they go out to venture into Abington. It's, it's, yeah, I know. And, I try to avoid that place. Now, yeah. Is, uh, is Tengdot like actually open? Can you go inside? No, you can't. You still can't go inside. Oh, it's so weird. Like so, it. so many um, the Asian restaurants are still like that. Like they just gave up on, <laughs> I guess, having people come inside. Maybe it's uh, easier. Who knows? I don't know. I guess, but it's uh, it's a little weird. Uh, yeah, we like Tang Da. I think uh, Tang Da is, is uh, what well, we used to go to all the time. But now everything's expensive. Yeah, so we, we cut back a bit. Yeah. Uh, although we, we were we just had pizza wheel today. Had sandwiches for lunch. Oh, good. Yeah, it's yeah, that was yummy. There. Yeah, we we're trying out everything on their menu. Basically, <laughs> oh, we should give an update on pizza wheel from the last time we were Please. there. Because yeah. we we like so we were just there. We've tried a whole bunch more stuff. Let's do a quick we tried pizza sandwiches. Wheel yeah, we tried some, several sandwiches. The the, the uh the what is it? The spice Z, the buffalo chicken, the ones that are the the chicken cheesesteak one and the wow. and the the buffalo chicken one are really good. And then they have really amazing uh the cutlets chicken cutlets are, yeah, are really good. good. Uh although I like I think the in sandwich wise I think I like the uh the the one, the one with the vodka sauce. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, but I mean I think I like the uh, other s- style sandwich better with the what would you call that? The the other chicken, the non cutlet oh, style, the like chopped chicken. Yeah, but the cutlets are really good. Yeah, I like the vodka sauce one, whichever that was called. And we tried some other pizzas there. Uh, we tried a pepperoni, and I was yes. right about that from our initial review that the flavors really come together with like other things on it. Trifecta is still my favorite though. That's really good pizza. Yeah, and uh, see what else we had. We had some salads. Their bread got better. From the first yeah, time the we were there, did it was, get better. The, it your was kids, pretty good. Oh my yeah. god! Then my kids tore that up. It was like they went through two things of it and like a whole bunch of butter, and they they were like, "Oh my god, this is so good." I know. I was like, "We're gonna eat. We're gonna have pizza. You don't need to eat all the bread. It's the same dough." But they really liked it. Uh, so you haven't been there yet? No, no. So you got to go over and say say hi. We will. It's good. It was. It got pretty busy at lunch when we were over there. Wow, that's good. So that's, that makes that's cool. me happy. Yep. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, we that. oh, we also tried the French fries, which we had regretted the first time. Very good fries. <laughs> so I think we tried. We tried. We're just going through the whole menu essentially. We haven't tried the pasta yet, but that's more okay. like a dinner thing. But yeah, we we I, I eat there so we eaten there so often recently. Chrissy says I'm obsessed with pizza. Well, I'm not obsessed with pizza. Will it's just that I. I, I are like obsessed it. Obsessed with and pizza wheel. I'm not obsessed with pizza wheel. She thinks I'm obsessed because the 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 algorithm on Facebook keeps pushing the pizza wheel stuff at the top of my list because I interacted with it right. uh, a bunch of times originally, and so know, now it's just be always like comes every up. two days. He's like, "Oh look, blah blah blah, pizza wheel today," and I'm like, "Oh my god, how do you even know these things?" Because <laughs> it, the algorithms keep pushing it right in front of my face. I'm like, are you stalking pizza wheel? I don't have to stalk pizza wheel. Dan Cash They're stalking like, you. St- yeah, he yeah, just yeah sticks, I know, apparently. <laughs> he, he puts so much out on, on social media that the algorithm just uh, stalks me with it. Damn. So, but uh, that's cool. So anyway, our, our my little re-review of pizza wheel is that they fixed basically everything we had little issues with 
We got uh, tongs so we could take our salad out. <laughs> that was helpful. <laughs> they gave us more napkins, so that was helpful too. Um, I think that was the main thing. The sauce, uh, either they changed it or I just the, the pizza we had or just it wasn't it didn't taste as sweet. Uh, so everything just was got uh, got tuned up during the soft yeah. launch, which is what I expected. Great. Yeah. So I go in there now. It's it's, it's excellent, excellent service, excellent food. Um, you know, I like it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Good. So. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so you should go and ch- and check it out. I haven't, you know what I haven't been to? I haven't been to Marzano's. Been there in a while. Marzano or Marzano's? I think it has an Marzano. Marzano. Oh, it does, okay. Marzano. Marzano. No, you were right. No, Marzano. Marzano. See, we don't know. We don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't been there. I've only eaten their pizza a couple times. I've eaten there like it, it seems too fancy a handful for me. of times. Usually with my mother, which yeah, I guess tells you about the fanciness. Yeah. It's too fancy for us, Tony. We're not. We're not uh, like sophisticated people like yourself. Like myself, yeah. in, into the culinary arts, right. French ish cuisine. <laughs> So do you cook for like hours? I can't. Well, it, it, the way we it's evolved, well, the pandemic really kind of gave us a chance to really improve our skills. We like to cook together and uh, we, we were both in the kitchen sharing the duties and we just had more time because uh, without having to go to work or to come home at six and then, then yeah, start yeah. cooking. So, so I think the challenge that you guys might have is thinking what to make. It's not the it's not the skill. You don't need yeah. a lot of skill, but you have to think about what do I need to buy? What do I want to make? What are the ingredients? It's a lot. The planning part is is the hardest thing for me. Yeah, my so, my grandmother used to just have a bunch of you know recipes. Yeah, and then we have a few standbys like meatloaf yeah. and things like that. <laughs> See meatloaf. Yeah, oh my I god! Love, I just I love meatloaf. I do too. I haven't had it forever. To eat meatloaf at my house. I used to love meatloaf anyway. Yeah, when I was that's a kid. one of my. She favorite. will not make meatloaf. She thinks it's gross. Oh. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm like, but, oh, you good don't meatloaf. Like it. Okay. Look, I grew up watching Roseanne and they ate yeah. meatloaf all the time. We're like, hey, that's like us. I bet you two out of three of my kids would really like it though, because they just really like meat. I think yeah, they, no, it's median. Yeah. And it my wife makes a, she makes a, a, a glaze on top that's Ooh, nice. very sugary. It's delicious. So I, I like kids the, would love that. I like them spicy. I like the little spicy. No, really? Okay. I think I remember if I vaguely remember, but it's good. We, you know, you put we the way my, I think my mom made it classic style with like ketchup on top, you know, like yep. ketchup and ketchup. You know, it's, it's ketchup and, and brown sugar. Yeah. So yeah. it's a, it's a yeah. sweet version of that. But to answer your question, <laughs> uh, we tend to cook on the weekends for a couple hours and nice. then we don't have to cook the rest of the week. Really. It's just, oh, we nice. make two dishes that are usable for a couple of days and then we just alternate. And uh, that's it. It's really occasionally we get inspired to make something during the week. But uh, so it's not a lot of effort. It's kind of a well-oiled machine now. Hmm. So, so what do you make on the though. weekends? So give me like two What do we dishes? make? Oh, like we'll make a big yeah. uh, a, a dish that uh, like a casserole that has lentils and, and tomato in it or something. And uh, what else do we make? Uh, usually we don't make fish. Like we love both love fish, but we tend to make those things rip the day of or not have leftovers um i should pull up my list of recipes but <laughs> i'm only asking because i'm always yeah. running out of ideas so. yeah and that's what i'm saying yeah it's so hard to come up with the ideas right? I, I bought her a cookbook and i don't know what i've it used it it's in my cabinet it's, but it's yeah. more like basics yeah yeah because we need to build up our skills yeah but i need like it's not your i don't think that's what you need <laughs> i need like has ba- easy- a lot of ideas they're all Dinner. easy. That's they're simple. They're simple recipes. Yeah, you're really looking for. There's plenty of things that are simple combinations that you wouldn't think of, but are are great. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um. So I think we should play a game called something. Yeah, we have like uh, okay. ten minutes left. Oh, Do you okay. know what a game tall called something is, Tony? Well, like if it's like the one from the last episode, yes, I do. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is this is the game where it's not really a game; it's more of an activity. That's there an are, activity. That's there are no true. rules. There's no winning. There are no points. Oh, but yeah. Chrissy, Chrissy actually has it oh, on screen here it, for us. It wow. does. It is a real thing. It's a physical thing. Yeah, it's a physical yes. thing. A game called something. Yeah. I don't know how you came up with that name. Because I, I was trying to think of something. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically just Genius. a random trivia based on color. So 
Yeah, I'm okay. colorblind, but that, I won't let that stop me. No, that's even better then. So you won't even well, know. It's fine because okay. I, you don't get to see anything anyway. I just right. flip through. <laughs> so I don't have what, a favorite what, color. What are the colors that Tony can't um, see but has to choose from anyway? Gray, orange, right. yellow, and green. All right, Tony, All right. pick one. Pick a color? Okay, gray. Mm-hmm. gray. Gray. See, he did it with a curveball. You think he'd do green, but no. Um, I know you did because green for green. Do you have a favorite birthday party that you had? What? (laughs) Oh, that I've had? Yes. Uh, I don't know what this question is. What is that? I mean, like, if I had theme favorite B-Day party, okay. I don't uh, I don't like, I don't have an answer for this, but. Theme? No, you don't mean, you mean theme or like. I don't know. It's an open-ended question. Okay. Yeah, well, this, birthday party. this is going to take longer than 10 minutes, but okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, yeah, well, my favorite ever was my 30th, and because it was a, it was a total surprise. And I, it's the only you surprise party. You were surprised you turned 30? No. <laughs> Why I oughta. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was, uh, I was supposed to be going to a gig, and uh, hmm. and I went to somebody's house to pick up a musician, and boom, there's a party. And it was a it was a small party. It wasn't really very elaborate, but it, was, it meant a lot to me. And um, I, you know, I never forgot that that the gesture. Um, and then more recently, since I am the self styled least interesting person, I've had to throw my own parties. Mm-hmm. So for my sixtieth and sixty fifth, I threw myself a party. Uh, the sixtieth was here at the house on a day that it snowed, freak snowstorm. Uh, and I, out of the 50 people I invited, we got about 25. So wow, really, it's still pretty good. It's still pretty good. Yeah, it was amazing. Then you know who your friends are or who live closest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the 65th, I was playing on my birthday at the Mermaid Inn in Chestnut Hill. And I said, oh, wouldn't it be fun? Well, let's just turn that into a party. So yeah. Um, so I yeah, gave the bartender a bunch of cash and said, well, it's an open bar for two hours. And then. Um, you know, have anything you want. And then here's, and then we got somebody to cater um, food in the other room and it was great. And we played the gig as we would normally do, but uh, that's cool. And that way we got, (laughs) that way we got an audience. (laughs) Yeah. Right. We don't normally get much of an audience for for that particular band, but that I was in, but that was fun. So those are my, yeah, those are my most memorable birthdays. I think, uh, I think my, I don't remember most of my birthdays. I would say I don't remember either. my I guess my fortieth we just we had like like a year ago because Chrissy took me down to, to uh, see our friend Ed Neenan of E Joseph Sparrows and uh, it just kind of it was it was sort of a surprise we went down uh, it was supposed to be a surprise anyway went down mm-hmm. to see a lighthouse first like the world's tiniest lighthouse. <laughs> like, like where was this you're like you like you said it, you thought it was more impressive on the internet yes yeah so it's just, just it like it was we went, really really small tony yeah, you have no idea it was, it was like smaller the, than your yeah. it was like the size of your house maybe yeah, like it was really small we went, so we drove well, maybe all this the real way. lighthouse was washed away and all this left is the house. yeah i was like is is this gonna grow up to be a an adult <laughs> lighthouse someday like but and it was, then, oh the worst was that there was this huge jazz festival Festival, like right around the corner that I and, didn't and, find on the internet. Yeah, so was, yeah, so we're we're leaving the lighthouse, the most boring, tiny lighthouse ever, and we go past this ja- the end of this jazz festival, and she's like, I didn't see this, and I go onto my phone, and I just look up like the town we're in, like, and their event list just has it there. And there's the like page. hundreds of people walking away hundreds with their people. chairs, and I was like, whoops, I was like, we could have done that, <laughs> and then it's something like a jazz festival, was it? And then. uh we had crab cake, which is very expensive but very good, and, and then we saw Ed, uh, and he was performing with one of his, one of his bands oh, down there. Okay. And it was, and this was, you know, like a year ago. So it was, it was really fun because we haven't seen him in a year since then. Because because no, he lives in Maryland. Lives in Maryland, so it's a bit of a hike. Uh, sometimes I'll just drive down there to see him on a random gig. I haven't done that since in a few years though. But I used to just do that once in a while. Just drive down there. It's like a long drive. That is it's a, a couple long hours. Drive. But that was probably my favorite birthday that I can remember. I don't know. Nice. I don't know. Yeah. What about you, Chrissy? Um, I'm not really sure, but I do have this very strong memory of my fifth birthday at McDonald's. I don't even know if I remember being five. 
I don't know why. That's like the only childhood birthday. Pre- but no, maybe it was my sixth birthday. But I had recently moved to Pennsylvania from Maryland. Mm. And it was like the first time I had friends. So it was pretty exciting. Wow. <laughs> and there were Happy Meals back then and tiny French fries. They don't do Happy Meals anymore? They do, but they're not quite the same. They're not like they were. They don't make everything, was, everything was better in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> it's easier for um, us to say. Yeah, yeah, I know. Except for the computers. Although, <clears throat> Y2K style, but anyway. Um, I, wrote, I wrote about Y2K for my newspaper in high school. Well, anyway, my fun. kids were like, oh, Y2K was this thing in the in 2000. I was like, I lived through that, remember? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, pe- pe- <laughs> now, like, I was alive. <laughs> it was it was overhyped, but it wasn't, it was not nothing. It was like in between a nothing and like a something. It, it, was, uh, it was an overhyped thing that was a real problem that actually did get fixed. And it could have yes. been way worse than it was. And people today don't realize how much effort went into uh, this, this fixing so many systems. Otherwise, it could yeah. have been a lot more disruption. I don't think it was going to end the world or anything, no. but uh, it definitely could have been way more disruptive. So, yeah, thank programmers for that and our obsessiveness. You're so welcome. You can, there you go. Yeah, so I, Tony, you know, did you do some of that? I did. Yeah, I did a lot of that for about at least six, six months or so leading up to that. Never found any problems with anything, but they had to be looked at. So. Yeah, yes. very nice. And of course, yeah. it also brought us uh, some some uh, office space. That movie that was about some Y two K programmers. Yeah, remember that? That's what he was nice. doing all day. Fixing Y two K bug. Isn't that right? I think we should do another question. Yeah, do another oh, question. Yeah. Pick another color. Yeah, pick a color. Oh, green. Yeah, I knew oh, you were going to say that. Hold on, I gotta find green. So many questions here. There aren't that many, actually. Uh. <laughs> I keep telling her to add some. <laughs> oh, something you learned from your parents. Whoa, what not Whoa. to do? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. Uh, hmm. Well, I, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> have to be poignant. It's definitely not. Uh, yeah, nothing positive. Um, yeah, they they uh, they broke up um, when I was fourteen, and my mother was an alcoholic. So I guess probably nothing really. Uh, but I guess it was a model of how to interact as a family. Um, they uh, tended to, well, boy, this is going to get weird. So <laughs> that's the that's a theme of this podcast. Everything's yeah. weird. Right. I'm trying to think what I actually learned though, if anything. Uh, how about but, you learn what not to do apparently? Yeah. Apparently. Although I'm not sure I could say specifically what I, what not to do, but um, I've already been married way longer than they were. So there you go. <laughs> well, there you go. And my brother, the same, he's, he's been married a long time. So. Very nice. Uh, um, yeah, I guess we'll move on. Okay. What okay. did I learn? What did I learn? Maybe rest in peace. Yeah. What did I learn from my parents? I don't know. This is like a weird question. I don't even know how to answer a question. What? I, like I learned so many things from my parents. All right. Well, I'm going to help you out here because it doesn't have Please. to be so deep. I yeah. learned how to shift <laughs> oh. a car with my left hand. Except that you what? won't. You don't want to drive a manual car. Yeah, I don't want to deal with the feet. All <laughs> oh, right. So you, she wait. I just said she learned how to shift with her hand, but she didn't learn how to drive with her feet. Yeah, I used to shift for my father while he okay. drove. Oh, oh. Now I, I get it. That's pretty picture funny. That. That's great. Yeah. That's funny. I think I learned how to tie a tie from my parents. They probably showed me. My mother taught me how to tie. Yeah, pretty sure. A tie. I, told me. I, mean, so I went to Catholic tie. school. No, oh, I didn't do bow tie, but oh, I went, went, to, went to Catholic yeah. school, and so I had to tie my tie. I think. Yeah, I'm sure my mother taught me all that stuff. She yeah. was a remarkable. I miss yeah. her. Most. Oh, like with um handy things? Yeah, she, she was things? taught her she was just like me. Mm. Whatever I whatever good qualities I have, I got from her. She was uh a bit willing to tackle anything. She could cook really well and learn to do all this home stuff. She remodeled a whole room from the tile yeah, to cool. the ceiling, the paneling, molding, everything. So very cool. Easy. Yep. That's very cool. From a book, you know. Oh, wow. That's me. Just get the book out and try to do figure it. Figure it out. Go yeah, to YouTube today. Out. Yeah, I, I love YouTube for that. Yep. I tell my children that all the time. I'm like, look it up. I'm like, that's what Google is for, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, one more. Are we yeah, doing one, one more? more. Doing one okay. More. Yellow. Tony. Yellow. Um, hold on. Something more cheerful. Something more cheerful. Okay. Well, if you had a second cheerful. home, where would it be? Wow. Well, I guess uh, 
I guess if I had to pick one place, I'd pick Maine, somewhere in Maine on the coast of Maine. Oh, nice. oh I like um, Maine. So you can you like, can uh, uh, relive Stephen King novels. No, okay. Maine is cool. No, Stephen. no, Maine's no. great. But uh, I guess if I had also money was no object, I would probably uh, like to live, have homes in, oh, I guess uh, Asheville, North Carolina, or. Uh, Oh, nice. Uh, Key West is very nice. Hmm. <laughs> and good old New York City. I guess the West Village is one of my favorite spots in the world. Oh. Um, I guess cool. uh, it, that's in, just in the U.S. But um, And there's places in Europe I've never even been that I would like to, like to try. Out. Yeah. I actually am very fond of Maine because I used to go there for several <clears> consecutive <throat> summers to this dance festival at Bates College. Oh. So we used to go to like day trips to like Ogonquit and you know yeah. like the cool beach towns and Maine's cool except my friend got bit by a spider while we were there so that wasn't <laughs> <laughs> ended up in the hospital so what that kind of spider was Gosh, it that's a brown amazing. recluse oh wow oh, really wow yeah that's bad luck yeah yeah terrible. well she her and I we used to travel all the time together and she was always having some sort of medical emergency I mean we were in London and we had to go somewhere strange she like cracked her chin open in san francisco and we ended up in this like weird hospital where no one spoke english i mean like i mean it just every time we went anywhere together and we traveled a lot we should have just interviewed her tony you and me tell us about (laughs) adventures who me yeah Yeah, oh (laughs) way more interesting than either of us oh yeah i don't have what about the time i ended up in I ended up in the wrong state once. That was terrible. I was, <laughs> I was supposed to go to like, Maine and teleported I in, there, driving. Like, no, we started talking. Me and the same friend. I was supposed to go to Maine to this dance festival, and we ended up in New Hampshire. And then, you know, wait, that's not very close, really. <laughs> no, it was like two and a half hours across. Yeah, it was pretty oh, far. bad. But we didn't notice until we were like hours into it. I mean, we like made a wrong turn at Boston or something like crazy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it was fun fun times we also got separated in london when we were like we were like we went to london to dance together um and we were gonna stay at this flat so we get off you know at the airport and we're about to get on the subway for the very first time and i get on and she's stuck at the platform we had no idea where we were going. There's no cell phones. I was like, you know, I watched the train go away and she was still there. I was like, oh, my God, here I am in the middle of London. and I don't know where I'm going. And now I'm by myself. But that's OK. We figured it out. We were wow. we were resourceful. Yes, I'll say. Very cool. Or lucky. I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> so second home for me. This is uh, not where I want to live primarily. It's a second home. Mm, I don't know. I, I do kind of, I, I also kind of like the idea of Maine. Like, I like colder. I like to be a little colder. And I like the mountains. I like, I like, if I don't like the ocean so much, like the beach and the ocean, but I wouldn't mind maybe, uh, maybe a lake or maybe like, I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Maine too. I used, uh, that could work for me. Somewhere like a little more north of here as a second home might be nice. I want someplace quiet, yeah. you know, so that I can live in my cabin in the woods and have my second home. Out on like like the lake, so basically live yeah. in two different horror movie th- you know environments. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> where I want to live, I can just live in the cabin of the woods mainly, and then and go to a, a Stephen King you know location later. As long as you I think get I your fiber, cool. yes, my fiber. That's right. Or yeah, I love my fiber. Or um, maybe somewhere overseas. I don't know, Europe. I, well, maybe not Europe nowadays. Since, <laughs> but but <No>. like <laughs> you know. But yeah, somewhere, somewhere. I've never been to Australia. I, I want to go there. That's yeah, far away, fun. though. Full of strange beasts. Strange animals. They speak English. It makes things a little bit easier. I mean, yeah. do they speak English? I, I, I watch Crocodile Dundee. Ish. It's like the Irish <laughs> speaking English. Like, well, you're serious. Chrissy, your Siri is set to an Australian voice, right? Yeah. Yes, it's an Australian yes. man. I yeah. like it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why she wants to go to Australia. Yeah. I want to I want to hear my guy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very cool. So that is our our three questions and we're technically okay. over our uh, our lot of time. So Tony, but before we go, is there anything any anything else you want to leave the listeners with like any words of wisdom? Well, don't be like me. <laughs> don't be like you. You're great. <laughs> don't make the mistakes I did. Well, I mean, I think we could all say. I don't, I, it sounds like you. Had, you've had an interesting life, though. You've 
you've been you've you've learned lots of you had eclectic schoolings. You learned lots of different stuff. You've been yeah. an accomplished musician. You're very good at that. You you cook a hell of a lot better than we do. I can just tell from your general <laughs> demeanor and the things you post on social media or the and posts on social media. Yeah, and, and. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool. And you you are you're a tech guy, but you you uh you don't uh you don't come off as quite as socially uh, inept as many of us are. So it's like a bonus <laughs> for you. <laughs> it's true though. I mean it's true. Uh, so that's good. I, I think it's been fun. What do you think, Chrissy? Yeah, it has been fun. It has been fun. You can get a good five minutes out of it, I think. Oh, yeah. I, think we get that. <laughs> a really tight five minutes. Okay, Chrissy. So what time is it now, Chrissy? It is 7.50. Not the real time. The time oh. in the podcast. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's the same thing, right? Didn't no, we start it's at 7? Ra- no, yeah. it's wrap it up time. Sorry. Yes, wrap it up time. <laughs> we vaguely have segments here we're trying to do. Jeez. Well, okay. I was, I was thinking about something else. Apparently. <laughs> thinking about making your Making dinner, steak. probably. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So anyway, thank you very much for joining us today, Tony. And if you want to... Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can uh, do so at partnersincrime.show. You can check out what we're doing at our website at jenkintonartsgarage.com. You can also find us on the Facebook at jenkintonartsgarage or in the Insta at jenkintonartsgarage. But we continue to not be on TikTok. So sorry. Yep. Yes, Tony agrees. Bad, bad TikTok. Bad, bad, bad. Bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go watch a rehearsal of Lean on Me now. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> These are so many random little things I could snip out of this episode. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm gonna go Lean watch. On me. It's a great. It's a great song. It sure is. Yeah, Bill Withers is awesome. What do you think, Tony? I think it's pretty good. Uh, well, I can tell you one thing. I didn't press record on this recorder. so <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.